Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Talking Wellness, presented by South Florida Wellness Network. So happy to have you back with us. Uh, my name is Christian. And I'm Kayla. It's your boy, Michael. Hello. And welcome. <laughs> so today's episode is very near and dear to my heart. Um, because as some of you know, who either know me personally or, or who have seen our other episodes, I'm a huge fan of movies. And today we're talking about movies, wellness to movies, the negative impacts, the positive impacts, maybe some conversations about, uh, different stuff in there. We kind of want to surprise you guys. So, um, we ask that you please stay tuned. Remember to hit that follow, hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you're listening to audio, give us that rating of five stars, please. We really appreciate it. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and get this party started. Ooh, a movie party. A movie party with no movie, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, uh, the reason why we had, we Mike, Mike and I kind of had discussed like different fun ideas we wanted to do and mm-hmm. movies was one that kept popping up and we kept pushing and pushing and pushing because there were other topics that we felt needed more importance. But for this week, we were like, well, yeah, why don't we do it, right? And, Absolutely. Um, I think uh, for me personally, movies are such a, they're such a huge part of my life. To give a little bit of backstory, uh, it's the reason why is because my family, this we're kind of like I'm kind of third generation movie watcher. Uh, my grandfather used to take my mom to see the movies um, at the drive-in, like, and that was their bonding experience. My mom, since I was a very young kid would take me to watch movies with her so that was always a part of like I used to basically live inside of a movie theater because I would go so often and then now me I get to do the same thing with all my friends and all my loved ones you know so it's kind of that really interesting generational thing and I'm gonna and I plan to do it if I ever have a child to do it with them as well as a bonding experience so for me that's movies is more than just like oh I just love watching superheroes explosions and like dramas like it's, it's more of a of a emotional connection to movies. I love the adventure. I love getting lost in these really interesting stories. I love seeing these performances where you're like, is that who I, that's that actor? No, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. So I'm um, uh, movies uh, from a young age. have always had that impact in my life. So I think it'd be fun if we kind of start the conversation with what were some of the movies that you guys remember from a young age or to this day that kind of had a very big impact in your life in terms of like excitement in terms of love for it in terms of fandom for it what, what are we thinking uh i mean i've watched so many different movies in my life it's kind of hard that's a hard question um i can tell you favorites that i've had along the line um uh, and your current favorite, I guess, unless we're gonna go over that later. No, yeah, that's that's what we're doing right now. What, okay, what, okay. what do you? Um, what's your favorites? So, I mean, for the longest time, I've watched kind of older classic style movies. I was born in 1994, so I am old. I don't want to make it seem You're like I was not old. No, but I don't want to make it seem like I was born in the 2000s yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. watching films that were from where I was born. Yeah, you know? okay, okay. Um, so like, I would watch. You know, I like a lot of like. You know, like Independence Day was a huge movie oh, gosh, for me. I thought that was good, a great movie. great movie. Back when I had my like Will Smith crush back in the day, um, I thought that was a super, super awesome movie. Oh man, that was like acting. Everything was like just the plot and like the whole idea of the the world. Um, I'm trying to think of another one that was really, really impactful in my life. Um, I don't know, but another, another. I can't think of movies right now that are super impactful in my life. But one movie that's really good right now that I've watched and I told you the other day was Whiplash. Yeah, that was a really good movie because I'm a big fan um, 
a, a really good cinema. What's Whiplash? It's a movie about uh, an orchestra. Um, and he was the ba- he he played uh, the yeah. the uh, jazz band and the, we follow band. the story of you know who Miles Teller is he was in Top Gun he was the the did you see Top Gun Maverick the last one that came out last yes week? so you remember the kid the with the mustache who was playing the piano yes he made a movie Miles Teller uh, that's his name I think uh, he made a movie called Whiplash where he played a, a drummer in a jazz band at a, at a university. And he just happened to get the toughest teacher in the world who literally threw zimbals at him when he messed up. So it was like this wow. really interesting you drama. You gotta watch it. It's okay, probably, I gotta put it in my notes. Yes. Uh, it, if you're a musician, if you're someone who's Whiplash. interested in that kind of stuff, it's, it's for it's, me, yeah. It's the best music movie in the world I, by I, far. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> I've seen a lot of music a, movies. I mean, there's a lot of musicals that I guess people would probably be like, I like musicals, so that would probably be more along their that's lines. That's something else we can also talk about because... Um, I've I've kind of built a relationship with all genres across movies, but I also realize that there's some people that build closer relationships to other oh, dramas okay. or to other uh, for genres. Sure, for, sure. for example, uh, in my family, my mom uh, is a sucker for a good uh, drama TV show kind of style, like, like soap operas. Sometimes I feel soap like operas. Every sometimes older woman is a. So- <laughs> my mom is on that all day. No, but not only that. You put <laughs> a, novellas a, a or courtroom yeah. drama or a detective yeah. kind of like solve yeah, it as you thing. go. She loves that. My mm. mom is a huge fan of like kings and queens kind of shows, like oh, okay. The Crown, okay, okay. That was like fire, Lord so. of the Rings, that, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. She loves all that. Meanwhile, Lord of the Rings or Star, Star Wars Lord, for you. For me, Star Wars. For what? her, Lord of the Rings. No, nah, Lord of the Rings, Rings is her favorite. Like, I could, I could see franchise. Though. What do you think? What do you think? Honestly, I'd have to say I can't pick because I haven't watched either. Fair. <laughs> I don't. Damn, you really haven't watched no I movies. Know. That's crazy. Well, no, that's okay though. But, but I have watched with, movies. With, yeah. No so, Lord of the Rings or Star no. Wars. So wait, no, I'm curious. Okay. So, <laughs> so in terms of. Uh, and I understand that because my, my fiance is the same way. I just happened to stumble upon someone who just has never seen a movie. So it's like it's been <laughs> a really. A <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, okay. I say I joke, I joke with her all the time. That, like, you've seen no movies. Yeah. And it's been an interesting journey of like ha- watching movies with her. Introducing them hearing, to her and stuff. Hearing her perspective, you know. Now she's finding a love for movies, which is really cool for me because obviously that's that's you a way we can movies, connect. Yeah. Um her favorite movie right now is Barbie. Like she freaked mm. out for really? Barbie. I haven't she, seen that movie yet. Oh my gosh! When I when she heard I that Barbie lost all the awards at the Golden Globes and at the Emmys and at the she got frustrated. They were never gonna be uh, what's the Oppenheimer. They were never gonna. Yeah, be they were not gonna Oppenheimer's. It's too yeah. big. But the point is that I'm, I always like to ask people this question because it's always it's I like to see where people's view of movie stance because I don't have a favorite genre. I like them all literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night I was watching Killers of the Flower Moon, which is a drama. That's a great movie. Exactly, it's a three hour, three and a half hour drama on Apple TV. But I'm also a big fan of horror. But then last week you you saw me watching uh, the Barbie movie, and then the week before that, Anatomy of the Fall, and then a week like I watched all mm-hmm. different type of movies. I don't think I'm a. I don't think I have a specific genre either. But I will say I don't like musicals that much. But okay, I do like go. some musicals. And I was, like Grease, I was in the theater Grease watching Mean Girls. Grease yeah, is a banger. I, I was gonna say Grease too. That's a banger I, yeah, like, that, and seen. without just saying that because everybody says that it actually no, is a great no, movie it's a great movie you yeah. know I saw it recently and it still stands Pitch Perfect the first one I like was decent okay. I yeah, didn't like the one second one Mamma Mia was uh, okay. I just 
High School Musical, banger, you know. Classic. The second one, no. <laughs> that is a classic, yeah. But, like, you know, there's How do you certain... feel about, sec- like, um, sequels? Oh, sequels. Ah, oh, I'm the, not a big the, fan because I like classic movies. I, I have a term for them. Uh, there's these sequels out there that I like to call, they have a case of sequelitis. Yeah. Where is this weird, <laughs> where is this weird phenomenon, which I don't understand, where producers and directors and writers are like, we want to make... The same exact movie, but bigger. Yeah. For example, I think the best I mean, example of Furious. this is uh, Fast and Furious yeah. is a great example of this. The Meg, which is the movie about the Megalodon. Yeah. The first movie was fun, action-packed, Jason Statham being Jason Statham. I love that movie, though, and but then, it is dumb. And then the movie <laughs> ends, and you're like, that was sick. They make part two, and they say, you know what we're going to do to top it? We're not going to give you one Meg. We're going to give you three Megs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's like, That's you, know what, you, know yeah. what, you know what is like that now? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park the, is the exactly first like that. Jurassic Parks were literally classics. Like, yes. Jurassic Park is yes. one of my favorite movies. Now it's like, yep. bro, I watched the last one, the most recent one. I'm like, what is I won't even happening? watch them. Sometimes no. when the sequels are I don't even know what these so... creatures are anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it starts off. It's like they're doing too much. Like, the Indominus it Rex. Off, <laughs> it like starts off now like in the middle of a huge dinosaur fight. It's like, yeah, bro, there's no more stories, no, no more context. Yeah. There's no more anything. I'll never forget that classic moment in the original movie the very first one i'm sitting on the couch little vhs popped it in the tv and my grandfather seen ran next to me and then all of a sudden bah, 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 welcome to yeah. jurassic park it's, it's like different. this whole thing the gates open and you're like oh my god it was just so different there was so much more build back in the day to movies yeah. i think i think it just built up for a huge big scene and it just made the scene more gratifying yeah. now it's just like do, action, think, action, action, action. Comedy, say, comedy, I comedy. I think there sometimes can be so much focus on, like, the, the I don't know what the terminology would be, but, like, the action of stuff that yeah. it, like, loses out Imagine, actually... Imagine you're eating food and you go to, like, a buffet or something or whatever and you're eating a lot of very rich foods. You mm-hmm. need something to clear the palate. You can't have drama, 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 comedy, 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 action, action, action. You need action, a little bit of scene context, a little bit of slowdown. Story, down. yeah. Give us some time yeah. to, like, give us some water. Give us yeah. some bread to, like... yeah. Yeah, to fall in love yeah. with the characters. Well, and okay, then... so g- genres, it, it goes back to genres. For me, like, I too, like, I'm not, like, on a specific genre, but I've recognized, like, the movies that, like, I will want to go and watch are ones that actually have, like, a storyline. I like things more that dramas, are... Yeah, yeah. and more, I like dramas a lot, too. And I like dramas. I like truth. Like, uh, what are they true called? True stories? Yeah, true stories. I also like... Um, I love true stories. Anything that has to do with, like, a storyline where there's, like, an underdog, they're facing adversity, these are scenarios that could be potentially, mm-hmm. like, real-life stuff. I'm game. I love that. Yeah. Like, those are the things. Question, do you guys cry in movies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I cry I a lot. I watch movies, I cry in movies just all to the cry. Time. I cry a lot in movies and TV shows. Yeah. I actually TV sometimes... TV shows, too. So, sometimes I'm, like... I'm not, like... Profusely crying, oh, I but I, but I will like I'll shed a tear and I'm like, damn, wow, that guy yeah, that hit me. no, very, I, there's times <laughs> where I feel like it's so weird. I'll be like, man, I really need to cry. I really want to cry, and I will look for a movie that's gonna make me cry. Absolutely, I think and, <laughs> and I think movies can do that for you. I the, I don't understand why they're just weird phenomena where people just don't like people crying. I think it's important to cry every once in a while, and when you do it through a beautiful story or I think a movie, it's, I think it's because. One, movies are fake, so people have that contempt that, like, yeah, you're crying like, at a oh my, fake You're crying at a fake story. But this is going to be, like, a real-life thing. Yeah, and exactly. it can connect and to parts it, of my story. Yeah, and that and that's kind of my thing. It's like, you know, like, I watched Remember the Titans the other day. Oh, and that's a great when he, one. he crashed and had that car accident, yes. and then uh, he saw him in the hospital, and he's like, you know, I got you, like that. Dude, I was, like, bawling. Bawling, yeah. dude. Like, bawling tears at the end of the day, but, like, 
Am I going to feel bad about that? No, because it's like a super touching scene where it shows like in a super hard time where people were struggling to get along because of skin color. Uh He's getting along with this guy knowing like his life might be ruined for, Mm, you know, on that standpoint, but still there. As recent as yesterday, yesterday I was watching Killers of the Flower Moon and um, I won't get into the nitty gritty details, but there's a scene where Leo's character that's what I thought. That was the Leo movie, Leo, the Leo, new one, right? Leonardo DiCaprio. He loses a family member, uh, a weird death, and he start. He's in a jail cell. He starts crying his heart out, mm-hmm. like pounding the floor. Like, and there's this other guy who who's kind of trying to console him, but that guy's kind of part of the problem of why that happened. So it's like these gritty, and I love Leo because Leo just just releases any energy that he has in any role that he does but he starts bawling his eyes out screaming punching the floor and i don't know why it got to me i was like and started so i cried in that movie too (laughs) yeah it was insane but i think there's something really and we'll get into the positives and negatives right now but I think there's something really special, and it's kind of the same thing as when we were talking about music. It's it's connecting to those little messages or yeah. those little themes yeah. that fit in our lives that can help us connect. And yeah, sometimes it can make us cry. Sometimes it gets us angry, yeah. Yeah. especially when we lose a character that we really care about. Right? I still hear all the people, Marvel fans, who are or super sad or that's super Spider-Man angry or... about no. losing I, yeah, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like yeah. they want him back. Or I still, I to this day, I hear about uh, talking about Leonardo DiCaprio Titanic. Like, oh, he, why did he have to die? He could have fit on the on the on the on the door. He definitely right? could have fit. Right. So there's. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think well, every time I watch that movie, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Happening? He totally could have fit. That's true. But the point is, is that it didn't fit the story. <laughs> there's something special about it. You know, there's something special about connecting. Uh, emotionally with movies yeah. and if you're not that kind of person i think you just need to watch more movies you're going to find out that there's stories out there that just tug at your heart yeah and yeah get you. um now uh let's get into uh we can keep talking about our favorites and and stuff like that as we ha- continue to have this conversation because i love that um but i kind of want us to get into the positives and negatives you know and i'm i tend to be a negative uh, a positive person so i prefer if we talk about the negatives first and then with the positive you know leave on a good note but uh as i was scoping through the internet i couldn't find a specific website that talked about uh negatives of film i just found different arguments across the internet and i kind of i wrote them down and i want you get want to get your guys's perspective on mm-hmm. on these negatives because i kind of agree with some of these if not all of these so the first one i found was the idea of glamorizing where we have unrealistic standards yeah what do you guys think about that that would be my number one thing For and probably the, sure. that would, I, that's probably the main takeaway i'd get from movies is that people will obviously be like well, I saw it in a movie, yeah. and then you'll kind of think that's kind of how reality works. Or relationships, right? We want the notebook yeah. ending where we love. Yeah, like, oh, I think that's yeah, the biggest yeah. part where that would happen is like you know you see in movies like oh like you, I mean Disney set us all up you know to fantasize relationships and to fantasize like love that Cinderella story right of what it looks and like. And realistically, what a marriage yeah. and relationship is is a contract to like be there for each other and your family. Yeah, it's not saying. I want to be happy together forever, and when we're not happy, we're going to divorce. It's not what right. it is. Yes, because you're in a marriage. You should be un- not. You should be. You're going to be unhappy at one point. Yeah, there's, there's ebbs and flows. Exactly. Yeah. So like stuff like that, like thinking like everything is rainbows and happiness and all that stuff is not good. 
Yeah. Um, but well, it, it all can, movies don't portray that either. Yeah, and it, while it can be a good distraction, I do kind of understand where they're coming from because, especially younger people, mm -hmm. um, uh, just to, it's a, it's not a, exactly a movie, but when I was a little kid, WWE was a really big thing, World Wrestling Entertainment, yeah. and uh, you know those big macho Triple H, John Cena wrestlers throwing each other across a, a, a ring. But when me and my friends, and it says it clearly, do not try this at home. It says it before every single episode. But my friends and I, we were trying it out. You know, we were, we were throwing each other, and there were times where we got hurt, yeah. you know? So it's similar with movies is that I feel that there's sometimes these unrealistic expectations, the unrealistic standards right. where we're like, okay, this is how it should be because I saw it in the movie, and then we're like, oh, yeah. no. Well, it's like my sister. I'm thinking of a scenario like uh, my sister was watching this show. <coughs> God, I wish I could remember what it's called. But it's all about this woman who, like, has an affair on her husband and is having this, like, very like you know hot whatever like all the emotions of this of an affair and her husband was like like not liking that she's watching something like that because he's like look what it puts into your mind you know like oh she was watching something yeah like she that. was oh. watching like this show and all it is is about like this woman who is having this like affair and it's like constantly about like how she's having this affair and hiding it within her marriage and things like that so his point of view on that was like, like uh, you're putting <laughs> stuff in your head but i yeah. understand that perspective because think about how we don't want children to watch explicit rated r movies because yeah, exactly. we don't want to put those types of ideas or glamorize something into their mind because imagine somebody watches yeah. a movie and they're like not to say that this would happen you know but i understood his point of view on that because i was like that's actually pretty accurate you know like sometimes people can watch things and if you're watching a series of just like the same type of stuff it may begin to seep into your thought process or mm -hmm. like you know ideas about what you want no it definitely life. will yeah 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 and will. we even talked about in the gaming episode like these some we, we you hear all the time of these like 10 year olds playing grand theft auto and you're like oh my gosh why <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah game is not for you at all yeah. right right you know? right i mean yeah there's ratings for movies and that doesn't really mean yeah. much. There's going to be tons of people that yeah. are going to see whatever they're going to see. And, and, you know, we need to be fair. You know, my parents used to take me to watch horror movies when I was a little kid. You know, that's kind of why I've grown to love them now compared to before. Um, because they, I literally, I'll never forget one of the core memories that I have is when my parents took me to the theaters to see Resident Evil. You know, the one where they go to Vegas and, like, it's all covered in desert and whatever. Um, I... It was the scene, the, the, that scene was too much for me, and I started crying. And my dad had to take me to the back of the movie theater he, with his little Motorola Razor playing the games on his phone because I just couldn't handle it, right? Um, and it's true for a lot of kids in that age. It's, you shouldn't be there. Exposing but I think I was a things. sick kid. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I watched a lot of crazy stuff when I was Me young. too. Yeah. You know, my favorite movie was Blade when I was young. That's funny now that I think oh about gosh, it. I, I went on like a Blade. Disney commercial yeah. when I was young. And they asked me what my favorite movie is, and I was like, Blade. And they were like, what the hell? Like, What's wrong with this Blade kid? Blade Vampire Blade? They were like, Vampire Blade? I'm like, yeah, Blade. I said Blade the Vampire Killer. But I think with like, like, what the Blade hell? or like movies that like are like vampires, like it's a fake scenario. Yeah, It's yeah. a little bit easier to comprehend than watching something that's like The only scary movies to me are literally demonic movies because yes. I understand oh, yeah. that they're real. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's oh, like, like real, we're, yeah. we're just yeah. playing with real stuff. That's yeah. the only yeah. thing I'm like. And then you watch it and you're like, I'm going to go home I later and want to yeah, turn on the lights no. and run up because yeah. there's a demon behind me. Yeah, yeah. no. But, I'll, tell, I'll tell you something. Um, 
Um, I also get a little weird feeling with those movies, but you know which so one, weird. You know which one, oh. my favorite type of of uh, of, of those type horror of movie? horror horror paranormal movies are the ones like The Conjuring, where they have that positive message at the end, where good always wins. Yeah, um, those I don't think are I've my ever seen The Conjuring, so I don't. I think I, I watched that. I would recommend if you're a person who like you're a believer and you're kind of having a hard time finding. Uh, horror movies where the bad guys lose because they always win. Check out the Conjuring universe. Uh, at least the the, the Conjuring movie itself. This no. is what I look like in when I'm like in a movie. I, I, <laughs> I'm like this, but I have to do this because yeah. I can't hear it either. So I don't go. watch horror movies anymore. <laughs> yeah, if you don't want if you don't yeah. want to watch them, don't watch them. That's what. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I never want to take away from someone's fun with horror. I just don't enjoy them because it's, it's like that for me. It feels like it's just and like I'm avoiding it. jump scares. And I get and it. versus a, a good movie. Like I watch a good movie, I'm like, wow, yeah. like. But that was uh, awesome. Like uh, to kind of defend my uh, why I love him so much. And I love horror movies that have a very impactful message behind them. Like yeah, they're scaring you, but they're they're trying to tell you something through those scares. For example, last year's Talk to Me is a great example of that. Where is a movie where these two YouTubers, youngins, right? They've been doing YouTube, and they were like, "We want to make a horror movie." Um, their very first movie, Australian twins. They get the chance by twenty four to make the movie Talk to Me. And it's a movie about uh, a hand that when you touch it, it can possess you. And it's an allegory for drug abuse. And the entire lesson of the movies is look at the impact that drugs can have in your life. Don't do drugs. Wow. And throughout the whole movie, you're watching these kids pa- passing the hand around and playing games. And like you, they, they, they start getting possessed by these spirits, right? And it's like a high, right? They're all oh having fun. God. And then literally the end of the film, it's like a lesson is like, this is the impact that drugs can have in your life. Don't do drugs. Mm. You know, and we see what happens to our main character and everything that she lost to, because she she lived a life where she 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 was addicted to those drugs. Right. So I like movies like that. That's why that movie was beloved by horror fans, because it's more than just slash slash stab stab. It's a movie with context, like yeah. any other movie that we love and care about, you know. It's it's that lesson behind the scare that really makes it worth it, you know. Yeah. But um, let's continue with the negatives here because you know, speaking of horror films, like uh, violence, the ring, violence and aggression. <laughs> Do you that, guys remember that? That was probably the scariest movie in my whole life. I remember I... the ring because I watched it at a young time. You Me this too. Tape? I was young. Yeah, oh. you saw that when that girl crawled out the TV. I'm like, oh no, like, no, nah, no, fam, no, no! Oh my god, it was horrible. Yeah, it took was... me years to watch the ring. I did because oh. I, I was. Terrified the, the funny thing is because me and my brothers we did a challenge when we were watching it because I was a young, young, young kid at the time and they were like, "All right, you think you're tough? Go watch the <laughs> go watch the ring by yourself in the room where in the locked doors turn all the lights on and they had like a surround sound at the time, so the room oh, was super loud. You get so I'm in there just like this on my chair by myself. <laughs> And they're just I probably out outside of the door waiting for me to scream. Yeah. No. And I, that ring scene came on, bro. I ran straight out the door. Yeah, I'm like, dude, tough. I cannot. All I hear is voices. That, and I nah. see this girl crawling out the TV towards me. I'm like, nah. nah no nah. way. I'm no done. way. And then, and then it gets like nine more than because then you get to the after. I don't know if you've ever finished the movie, but there's the, I, I there's the scene after where uh, you get the effects of what happens if you let the Samara get you or the girl. I, uh, forgot, I think her name is Samara. And like you see the guy's mouth like open yeah. like that. It's, ugh. But um, <laughs> talking about horror movies, <laughs> grudge too, right? Oh, but, 
the grudge nah. another example. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was oh, oh man. my god, yeah, dude. I'm gonna have people started doing it like around. People, I was like, yo, chill. People tuned out already from the podcast. It'd be like nighttime. I'd hear, uh, I'd be like, yo, chill. Yeah, I will say I did do something mean with the ring. I, I, I had my cousin watch it because I was so scared. And she was younger than me. I think and that's that I, movie that everybody call, did that to. Yeah, I, don't know, I did I it did, to my I, sister. I, everybody yeah. did it. And then I called, and we did like the whole like we called the phone, and like you mm, have seven days. You have seven days. <laughs> seven days. Oh yeah, that's she right. Was that crying. was in there. I yeah. remember in scary movie how they spoofed it. That was hilarious. Oh yeah, scary movies amazing. Yeah, scary, scary movie wanna... makes you not feel as scared about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they they get into the into the yeah. all the problems with these horror movies and they're like really good at like <laughs> see, well, I, li- see I like stuff like that bro I'm a satire king. like uh, satire yeah. is everything to me man that scene like, when the girl gets stuck on the doggy door by the garage store that scene kills me oh all my goodness where they cut her head off and she's still like oh this is so fake this is obviously <laughs> not real and literally off her body is hilarious um I know that doesn't sound hilarious but you in the context it is. Uh, but talking about horror movies, violence and aggression is another negative mm-hmm. that uh, has been has been talked <coughs> about in discussing the negatives of movies. Um, obviously, in the horror context, you got movies like Freddy, like Jason, Friday the Thirteenth, all those Hostel, crazy movies, uh, <laughs> where they kind of inspire this weird like aggression towards letting your anger out on people. Um, I think a very clear example of this is I Spit on Your Grave. If you've never seen that movie, I highly don't recommend it because it's a very tough or watch. Grudge. Or the grudge, right? Or, oh, wait, no, no, not saw, saw. Or oh, saw, saw, saw is a perfect because example. What does he do? He takes people that have wronged in society, yeah, who have done mis- tortures, who have had mistakes in life. Yeah, yeah. So it's like aggression and and violence is sadly something that it has been talked about for many years. Do you like saw movies? I do like saw. How do you I, like saw, Kayla? But again, I kind of like saw. I don't know what I it like is. Horror it's movies. the sickness so in me. I don't know what it is. The first one, but like. Now I was able to watch like the first one because there's like eight or nine of them. There's yeah. like ten of them. Yeah. After after the good, second one is not worth it. Yeah, no, and it was like a good movie, although it was hard for me to get through it. And now I, I can't. Like, oh no, it's yeah. just now it's just a torture. What are they doing? And that next? iconic yeah. ending. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. not to spoil. But I remember anything, when it but... came out, and the first one I did watch, and I was like, even though like I don't necessarily love horror, it was like a good movie. I remember feeling like. But after all, the it was other good ones, because it was like, oh wow, like they tricked you. They did at the end. Yeah, they're like, they did. Yeah. Oh, he did it. Like, didn't oh my expect god, that, yeah. yeah, right. Um, but to to move a little bit away from horror, we can also see that in action movies, right? Like, kind of talk a little bit like the wrestling thing. We see all these kids start playing with guns because because this character did play with guns in right, the movie, right? And kind of sadly, glamorized drug dealing and hustling and like yeah. the power, you know, like. You got to think of like Godfathers, Goodfellas, Goodfellas. all those movies it's like literally, that, where you, there's literal societies based upon. Yeah, you took these the movies. word yes. out of my mouth. <laughs> like, exactly. There's people that live these lives. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if some kids like grab a gun out of their dad's drawer or whatever because, because they, they saw John Wick, for 100%. example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's crazy. But I kind of you mentioned Fast and Furious, and it leads good into the next negative, which is the negative role models. You know, we we've seen reports of people coming out of Fast and Furious movies and start racing, right? And people die when they do that. Or literally, we see people like who are saying like, "Oh, uh, I, I I I've heard this before. I've heard, oh yeah, the Joker's like an icon to me. Like I I, I love the Joker." And I'm like, "Do you not understand what they were trying to say with the movie? How that's bad and how that's not okay? <laughs> that was the context of the yeah. movie. And like, oh no, Joe, I, I like to live like the Joker. And I'm like. 
Yeah. That's literally what the movie was about, why this would be a bad thing. So it's like we glamorize these very negative role models because, again, and that's why ratings are super important. And we're going to get into why something right now, but um, that's why ratings are so important. People think they're a joke. They're not. It's a whole bunch of people in a room with children, with families, single people, people in relationships who have all come together and said, this movie is not recommended to children. We've we saw it. We based on our standards and on our on our morals and our ethics, we believe that this film is not intended for your child, right? We have all the way from G to PG parental guide, which is G is for general. I think it is PG is parental guidance. PG thirteen is parental guidance be, uh, below thirteen years of age. Um, then we have PG thirteen. That we have R, which is restricted, right? Anybody under seventeen should not watch this movie. And then there's NC seventeen, which is the infamous "No children under seventeen should watch this movie," um, and the unrateds, right? Mm-hmm. But they're here. They're in place to help parents, right? There are parental guides, right? Not just ratings. They call them parental guides because mm-hmm. they understand that sometimes parents just want to get their kids to the movies to do something different. Mm-hmm. But there's something important about those ratings because they've studied and they've said this child should not watch Deadpool. <laughs> you know, this child should not watch The Ring, right? You know what movie this child could watch? Coco. Wish, right? God, that would suck. I'm not going to lie. That would suck. I am not going to lie. Like, if I was a kid nowadays and I'm like, you can't watch Blade or none. You got to watch Coco. Right. And like, and I mean, what is every, other, parent, like, every parent has the right to decide at the yeah, end yeah, of that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, my parents, they decided that they wanted to take me because, mainly because they wanted to watch. And getting a babysitter is not exactly the cheapest thing, especially these days or back then. Yeah. So I get it, right? But at the same time, um, I I get so angry sometimes when I hear these stories of parents like screaming at managers at the AMC or at the Regal because they didn't say that the movie was oh, not yeah. for children. It's like, oh my god! It's like uh, I remember it happened with the Happy Happy Time Murders. It was a movie about puppets that was made for adults, mm-hmm. right? Ha- it's called Happy Time Murders, something like that. Yeah, I was gonna say, and um, you're taking a child, and there you it's go. like in the name. Exactly. Like, I mean, it's very easy to look up so, a trailer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And YouTube is free. Yeah. Um, and then they went in, and the I remember reading this thing was on Twitter or on Facebook. This parent just started screaming at the manager, like, "How dare you put out this movie? Like, you didn't warn us or anything." It's like, and he, all he was saying is like, "Ma'am, the movie's rated R. Like, well, I don't know what you want me to do. That's that that letter's for you, not for the kid, right?" Yeah. So it's like I think there's and and that's kind of what I wanted to get into is that we'll, we'll I'll mention the last one, uh, distorted perception, perception mis, mis, uh, misrepresentation. You know, a lot of movies sadly take stories and they change them to fit a narrative when it's not actually what happened, and that can be a bad thing too, right? Um, that's another negative I found. But I, the what I was trying to get to is the responsibility of parents, right? Of parents yeah. or of older siblings. Um, I'm not telling you how to parent, but I am telling you that based on recommendations and based on suggestions, right, from other pe- families and mm-hmm. other people who have kids, not me. The people who rate these movies, they recommend that, hey, we understand that you're trying to get out. You know, Mm -hmm. we understand that there's some things that you don't necessarily agree with teaching your child or not. But we don't recommend kids watching a movie about war like Braveheart, even though it's a great movie. And we all love Braveheart. 
But a child, a seven-year-old kid should not be watching Braveheart. Yeah. You know? I would say I, I put controls on, like, Cooper and what he watches. And, like, the only time I ever wa- let him watch something that maybe, like, beyond PG-13 is if I've actually looked at this. Really? I, yeah, I, I do. Because I... I feel like it does impact no, for them, sure. and mm-hmm. I don't want him watching stuff that's like explicit because it'll expose him to things that he shouldn't be exposed to at this right. point. Now he watches like teenage stuff because Cooper's like mature mm-hmm. enough to watch teenage stuff, so like seventeen, you know, stuff mm-hmm. I would let even though he's thirteen. Yeah. But like rated R and stuff, he doesn't. The only time he's ever like watched maybe like a rated R movie or like something that's close to that is like with me and I've looked at it and was like you know okay yeah. whatever we well, can well that's something I wanted to mention that's something that I appreciated a lot from my parents they wouldn't let me watch anything R rated without them present so they can answer questions yeah, yeah. that was their, always their biggest thing my mom would turn around after I was moving too and say do you have any questions hell no I was watching the ring yeah. when I was, well, I was six too, by myself but I was too but I think about how it impacted me because I used to watch True. I, I watched yeah. crazy but I love that though stuff. I love that I part watched... of my childhood that I got scared and like Gotta like, I see that's where me and you guys differ sometimes because, like, I like that little bit of controversy sometimes because it builds character. Like, I honestly think if people sometimes are always like, we're, we'll turn into robots, we'll turn into robots because I, I know you don't have your love of movies from your parents keeping you like locked up and not letting you watch movies but for a here, long time. That's the thing. It, it For my life, it wasn't that. My parents let me watch those movies. But they did it with you. As long as they were with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah all yeah. the time. Every time. All the time. Every time. If, until Here's you were thing. 17 and 18. But check this out. Exactly what you're saying. There was a time in my life where they realized, okay. You I, can do this I think you can do this on yeah. your own. Yeah. When I turned like 15, something like that, they were like, you can watch. Yeah. But again, and she would always tell me, if you have any questions. Come talk to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget the very first R-rated movie I saw by myself, Piranha. I don't remember any of them. Piranha movies. 3D, the the not the yeah, yeah. early one, the one that came the, out the later. The older one, yeah, yeah. Um, that's they the had first. A, they held a. They had a. Is like a remake? One? They I made, didn't know they made a first yeah, one. Yeah, the original one from like the 80s, I think I it didn't was, know that. and then they made one in 2000 and something, 10. Mike, would you let your kid, if you were a parent, just watch whatever they wanted and not? The, actually... How old are they? Are they 13, 14? Absolutely, I don't care. Not anything. If they're going and watching like 4chan, mer- like <laughs> people skinning people alive, that's different. That's completely that's like, but, different. Because so you would monitor. You would that, still monitor. That, but movies, absolutely not. So you would let I think your you can watch whatever movie watch, you want. Uh, what's that movie? Any kind of rated R movie. I don't care. I, I, think, I think I'd be nice to know, but I don't. I'm, okay. okay. <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust. You would let your kids watch okay, Cannibal Holocaust. Let's say this. Let's say. Th- Let's say can the, the what's that movie? It's not Cannibal, but it's it's called something else. Silence of the Lamb. Silence of the Lamb. I would like Cooper that's watch that. That's rated Yeah, but but that's I, a great, right, is a great, great movie. movie. Well, it's sick. That's has a right. lot of sick well, stuff. We're it's talking about, a about serial killer. What we're talking about is like Saw. You would let your kids watch Saw. I would six. never let Cooper see, watch that, that, that scene. No well, I don't want to be too descriptive here for those who might be uh, uh, stressed by this. I'm not I'm trying to. That scene where there are hooks on the side I, and so they I just pull so, out like so that. So I don't have kids, so I guess it's easy for me to say to yes. Say, yeah, but yeah. I guess when I have kids, I guess what I would do is I would make sure I know what the movie is. Right. And if and I they're, understand they're that it's rated R, but it's about war. It's about things that, like, you know, like, like, let's say a war movie. 
it's let's, educational. Let's say Pearl Harbor. That's rated R. Save it, Pray and Ryan. Rated R. Yeah, Save it, Pray and Ryan. That's a that's a pretty but traumatic so, movie. Right. But I th- to me that's and tough though. I'm trying to think. You'd right have now. to like, Would I let my 11 year old watch Saving Private Ryan? I don't know. Yeah. Don't and why know. would an 11 year old want to watch Saving yeah. Private yeah. Ryan? He probably <laughs> wouldn't. You right. know, I'd probably be pretty proud of my kid if he was yeah, watching. Yeah, honestly, Friday, yeah, a little bit. I'd be like, yeah. damn. Yeah, Classic. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. That's I, tough. I, I'll always joke with uh, <laughs> see, I always tell her if we ever have a kid. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take him to watch horror movies. And he's like, "No, you're not." Yeah. I'm like, "Bet, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm find a way." <laughs> I'm definitely but gonna be the toxic. Me parent. thinking about, <laughs> oh yeah, I think, I think about that all the time. Like, if, if I have a kid, will I be the toxic? Parent? Yeah, I think, I about think it, it changes when you do have a kid. <laughs> no, hundred percent. Like, we think what we what we would do, but then when you actually have a child and you're navigating things, it's a little bit. That's different. why I'm trying not to speak too concrete because yeah, it's yeah. very yeah, easy it might for change. me to say something. Yeah. Now, now yeah. in talking about parents' responsibility and all that, I think it's also important to talk about some positives, right? Um, actually, should we leave the positive to the end? Because I really want to talk about that thing we, we were talking about over here. Let's just talk about it. So Kayla and I were having a quick discussion about the impact that explicit films can have on people, not just children, on people in general. Explicit? Um, what do you mean? For example, there's... Like pornography or... No, not pornography. We're talking about those. But even that. But even that sometimes, yeah. We're talking about those movies that are like intense for the sake of being intense. Um, for Sexually it, or? In terms any, of any, uh, at maturity, in terms of explicitness, whether it be language, whether it be violence, whether it be nudity, whether it be uh, uh, co- uh, conversations about society, whatever it is. There's movies that sometimes take it a little bit overboard, like Hostel. Hostel, yeah. Hostel's a great Gosh. example. A horror film that is heavily criticized for being just way too much for no reason. Uh, another good example uh, could be Saw, right? Where, sure, the first one sure, had some, yeah, like, after gore. First, yeah, too. But so. when we get to, like, four, part four, five, six, seven, we're like, that's a lot. Yeah. They're just trying to find new ways that are creatively killing people. Exactly. Which is like, oh, that's a cool... But not even killing people, like, torturing. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, movies like Goodfellas, which holds the records for the most F-bombs in a film. Like that kind does of, it really? It does. That's, that's um, so cool. Um, <laughs> where the, that's crazy. That's kind of the... That. How can that impact our mental health? Because if we're constantly feeding that into our minds, wouldn't it start to show in the way we live life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's and that's something I think we need to be aware of when watching movies. And I'm glad we're talking about it in the negative sides because um, if we're f- constantly feeding that negativity into our mind, it's going to show. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard countless stories of serial killers who some of their first experiences in, in like knowing what murder was and death was was through reading books and watching movies, right? Right. Well, it's like people that learn different self-harm or or t- killing self-harm or, absolutely or thoughts of murdering or whatever i, can I know get their ideas from exactly i know and friends and I don't, i'm not gonna say their names but i know people who saw uh what's that movie called with emily osman it was a movie on the abc i think it was it's called uh, cyberbully i think it's called about bullying and all that and they discovered from that movie the effects that taking pills can have Right, and so they just learn that. So if they ever sadly get into that pattern, that's a, that's something they can use. You know, so it's like, sure, as a parent, it's important to monitor what your children are watching, but it's also I think important to have a conversation with anybody. You yeah. know, about 
how much of that content are you feeding to yourself? That's what I think is more important mm-hmm. than anything. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, they're going to see content. Let's yeah. be real. Kids, and I'll, kids and, can watch something either one. And I'll be the first one to say, yeah. you know, I watch horror movies all the time. My favorite genre of horror is slashers. I love me a good good old slasher. Give me a guy in a mask trying to kill teenagers. For some reason, I enjoy those movies. <laughs> oh <my> now, <laughs> okay, it's the way weird. You said it, I know it's weird, right? And like <laughs> the same way that for some people, getting two people having relationship problems—that's yeah. their favorite type of yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. The same way for other people is watching a war film where you see heads blowing up. That's their favorite films, right? So everybody has their own like favorite uh, movies in their genres, but. Even in that, I need to be aware sometimes that, okay, I'm watching a little bit too much. Yeah. You know, and it's happened before, especially during Halloween when I'm doing my horror marathons. Yeah. There's a point where I'm like, okay, I think I need to stop. I need Let to start me ask watch you something, something positive. I have a question for you, specifically because you like horror movies. Okay. How do you feel, like, say you're watching a bunch of horror, mo- like horror movies, what do you feel like after you finish a horror movie? Depends on the horror movie. Uh, if it's a movie like Talk to Me, like I mentioned earlier, then I feel uh, I feel kind of like impressed. I'm like, oh my god, they just had this insane conversation with me without telling me how, what the conversation was about, and it was hidden under. It was like a like a like a like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, like I'm just picking at all the clues and like, this is what it's trying to say. Yeah, there's times where I watch a horror movie, a horror movie, and I'm and I like distraught all over like i'll never forget I, I keep coming back to it but i spit on your grave which is a revenge horror film a woman who is abused uh sexually by a group of men and uh she seeks revenge to kill every single one of them yeah and that's a movie i saw with my mom and i'll never forget that horrendous empty feeling that i felt afterwards mm-hmm. because it it doesn't shy from showing you anything right. it doesn't shy from being explicit and when I saw it, and that imp- it had such a weird impact in me that afterwards I was like, was it almost like I would almost like say like vicarious trauma, right? Where you almost like through this exposure of this, and maybe the way that you're feeling within it, like it impacts you. I've watched movies that have done that, where it's taken me like three to five days to almost like get my mind right. Mm-hmm. A great example, and I keep bringing it up because it's just such, such a good movie. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yesterday, all I remember is because they don't have music in the in the credits. They they just put the sound of rain and wind as a credits roll. All I remember is just sitting there thinking about the movie, just hearing the wind and the rain from from the from the credits. Like there's some movies that have that impact in me where it just takes me a while to kind of zone back in. Um, I'm try, uh, trying to think of another movie. Uh, last year's Godzilla minus one. It was a spectacular movie. I loved it. It was my favorite movie of the year. Um, but all I remember after the movie is like I kept saying to myself, "This was such a good movie," and I got stuck in that weird kind of like place, you know. So sometimes it can be a good thing. Yeah. But sometimes it it just takes me a minute to to come back. But in a weird way for me, that's kind of part of the fun, because I am. My whole goal is after watching any movie, even if it's like the dumb, scary movie ones, is to watch what were they trying to say? You know, I think talking about scary movies, the Scream movies, um, I think they're, they're the I love how it's all supposed to be a satire of horror movies. They're making fun of slashers yeah. in in itself being a slasher. I think that's clever, you know, um, in movies like uh, Whiplash, you know, where we it's it's really a story about how 
how much are you willing to fight for your talent, for your gifts, for your dreams at the expense of your relationships? That's really what the movie's about, you know? And it's that process of figuring it out that mm -hmm. makes it fun for me. So, yes, sometimes I end a movie, especially horror films, and I'm like, what was this? And here's also just to add a little cherry on top. There's not a lot of good horror movies out there. <laughs> I don't know if, you've, if a lot of people will agree with me, especially in the horror world. There's just not a lot of good ones. In a year of like 20 horror films, you might get five that are good. The rest of them are garbage. Like last year I saw Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. And it was the worst movie I've seen in my entire life. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I've yeah. never heard of that. So yeah, Winnie, I mean, Winnie it the Pooh looked terrible. Winnie the Pooh has early. officially become public domain, so people can use them in movies and music and whatever, right? Um, without getting copywritten from Disney. Sure enough, they the first thing they said is let's make a horror movie where we make Winnie the Killer. And it was so bad, right? And afterwards, I was like, I can't believe I just wasted an it hour. It just looked like one of those movies, like a Sharknado. Just yeah. Like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. So, yeah, it's like, like like I said, it's just it ebbs and flows. Sometimes yeah. it's great. Sometimes what do you guys think not. about conspiracies in movies? Oh, I love Bro, those. I love them. I'm the biggest conspiracy person Let me ever. So. Like, um, what is that new one that came out on Netflix? Never Alone. Sound no, of Freedom. <laughs> well, Sound of Freedom is is a true true story. story yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that was a movie I took Cooper to see because I felt that it was an educational aspect that he needed to know um, because these are things that are really going on and to make himself self aware and. I love those types of movies. Those are the ones that I will go see and I will bring Cooper to go see too. Um, I, I love the conspiracy ones too that are not necessarily a true story, but you're like, mm, this mm. sounds pretty accurate. Think of how many alien movies we've had over time. V for Vendetta, I think it's a classic one where you're like, you see all this corrupt government stuff. Yeah, and you're I like, mean, he's all about anarchy. But he's not like wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not okay what he did, but... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff out there, man. Like yeah. Minority Reports. There's a lot of movies out there. Wow. That Minority make you wonder, Report. like. What a great movie. Tom Cruise. They they say there's a little bit of truth in everything. In every joke or every just kidding or every one of that. So imagine they're making full feature films about these million dollar box offices. You mm -hmm. don't think there's a little bit of truth in some of these things that they're We're talking gonna about? We're going to have to do an episode on conspiracy theories. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, mental, the, the mental health effects of conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> there's one on Netflix I keep trying to get you guys to watch. I can't remember what it's called, but it's literally about how um, they, like, shut oh. off. Oh, you're talking about that new movie that just the, came out. Yeah. Uh, you we talk about the girl with about the it. boat that's coming towards Yes. Her. I forgot the, what it's called. My the, mom saw it, too. With Sandra Bullock. End of the World or something like that? Yeah, it's never. It's, I, I can't remember what it's called. Sandra, Sandra Leave the world behind. Leave the world behind. Yeah. Yes. I gotta watch it. It is on point. Yeah. This or year the, I haven't. Or been the in. mist, the fog, like all those movies that are like about the end of the world. Talk about an ending that left me destroyed. The ending of the fog they, or the mist. What was he it? shot himself. Where, no, he, sh he, he shot everyone. He, so it's about monsters hiding in this fog. It's a Stephen King It's about story. revelations. It's about literal revelations and how like in the revelations it says that the end of the world is going to be like things that take over the world, creatures, bugs yeah, that are larger monsters. than normal. Like, so so sure enough, these monsters come start causing havoc and the last scene of the movie is he, this guy has a revolver and he ha he's trying to show mercy, right? So he kills his whole family in the car and the la and the last shot was for him, but he notices there's no there's no bullets left in the gun. So he's going through this intense crying session. He feels the car shaking 
as in like a monster is coming. He gets out of the car to let the monster get him, and it's the U.S. military coming to, to oh, kill all the and monsters. He, so he killed, like, yeah, he killed his son, and it was like his son, there was two other people his, he met at his the store. Two, an old couple they yeah, met, an old and, couple his he met and his wife. And his wife. How no, his wife horrible. was his wife was at the house. She was. She was That's done true. Her. It was some other lady, I think. It was some other lady. All the people. Yeah. From, so he didn't even know these people. That movie, but he was sparing them. Destroyed me. Oh, oh that ending. You just, I'm destroyed. I haven't even yeah. seen it. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyways, to kind of uh, switch gears <laughs> that a little movie, bit. That movie is about biblical revelations. Because even I actually didn't know that. Yeah, it is because even in you remember the old lady in the beginning. She's like the end times are coming. Da da da. That one lady that was trying to get everybody yeah. riled up against people. Yeah. And like I looked at the end of the movie and they were saying like it was like kind of talking about. It was trying the to revelation do revelations kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't another now we're, we talk about all these negative impacts we talked about all these responsibilities we talked about you know what it does to mental health but there are positive things to watching film oh yeah um and there are i was actually uh, talking to them about it is that i was doing a little bit of research and there's some psychotherapy out there uh uh that uses film to with their patients mm-hmm. to kind of um the way i read it was they use it in the context of characters that are going through similar struggles to expose them to, their, to their yeah it, it almost creates a connection that they may not otherwise have right so like when we think of human connection and actually being around somebody who may be going through something but sometimes movies give off like a lot of hope right when taking somebody through the adversities of their life but still inspiring hope in the process exactly. even though they're facing those adversities because I agree with that 100%. Yeah. And I love movies like that. I actually look for movies like that where it's like people going through real life challenges, whether it be grief, loss, you know, relationship battles, addiction, war, um, PTSD, you know, and they're like fighting towards something. And it shows just even the process and it gives hope. Yeah. So uh, have you ever seen that one movie? What is it called? Is it called Brothers or Step Brothers? Brothers. Will Ferrell? The Brothers. With no, the, the it's the Toby four. Maguire. No, that was a great movie too. But there's a—I forgot what it's called. Four Brothers, not Four Four Brothers. Brothers. That's that's the one with Mark Wahlberg and all that. That's a great movie. I'm talking about um, the one with Tobey Maguire. I don't know what it's called. I forgot. But he went to war, and he came back, and um, the girl he was seeing. Yes, and he has, and he has like PTSD and all that. Oh, what is that movie? Yes, and his girl that he was dating is now with his best friend. Yes. Yes, yes, that yes, yes. Yeah. crazy. Yeah. He starts getting mad and starts breaking all the cabinets. Yes. Yeah, remember that, scene. Oh, that man, movie is crazy. It's is, and it talks about the whole PTSD stuff, Process, yeah. uh, going through relationships, friendships. Uh, and it makes family. you aware. Like, wow. You don't realize what, like, a veteran or somebody who serves, like, what they experience. 100%, so yeah. those are, to me, are, like, educational. Even if the storyline isn't true, it's actually things that could be true. Yeah. You know? Yep. So yeah, so um, in talking about those positives, uh, it says that we can it can be a, a mood booster. Yeah. Boost mood. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, especially if you're you're someone like me who part of their wellness tools is watching movies, it works almost all even, the time. We keep talking about movies. Are we adding shows as well? TV shows? I mean, we can. Or but, is but that a different episode? We thing? can, but it, it essentially does the same thing. Yeah. I yeah. Think it's no, all no, inclusive. That's that's sure. what I was wondering because yeah, yeah. you know yeah. I watched The Office. Oh my, I was about to say comedy, bro. Like comedy is Laugh. when because I need a best mood. Medicine. And the thing yeah. is, you know, The Office. You know, people always think comedy, comedy, comedy. It's a comedy, absolutely. But then it's a satire. It's talking about it's it's bringing general world issues, general world problems, office problems, whatever it is, and they're making light of it with jokes. Yeah, and that's awesome yeah. to me because yeah. that's not only comedy, but it's, it's real drama. life stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of everything, and even the way the show ends. 
Um, you guys saw like the way the show ended and stuff, and how everybody was just like the almost like a family. Yeah, with the wedding, and it showed how even like on the show they're a family, out of the show they're a family, they're and I, family. I just I love stuff like that. Yeah. I think it, I, that, that's why it's one of the greatest shows in the world to me. Like, yeah. I love stuff like that. Well, uh, it, funny that you mentioned that because uh, it says here that it's also a motivational tool. You know, um, and obviously when we see stories like that, it can not only be a mood booster, but it can also be your motivation for us, right? Yeah. But I'm I'm thinking like stories like remembering the Titans, like oh remember my gosh, the Titans, yeah. or like yeah. these like intense or like one of my favorite movies that motivate that like it's not a motivational movie, but it really causes motivation in me. Is the uh, what's that movie called? Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, oh great movie. yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I'm, he's like, I'm also a sucker for like Rocky and and yeah, and yeah. Stuff, so, yeah. yeah. Like, Have you guys ever oh, that, those Rocky it, speeches or <gasps> historic? Yo, I get like, oh man, I feel good. I'm like, let's go. Uh-huh. We're gonna go take like. <laughs> That's my Rocky. Feel good, wholesome kind of movies that just make you feel like, you know, you could do anything. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite Rocky? Ooh. Have you seen them all? I haven't seen them all, but probably like the original, like the because yeah, same here. It's, Rocky one is, is the best one. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean it's either one or four, Ro- right? Yeah, four is good. I would say two is like almost there. Yeah. I love Rocky two. Yeah, that's and I love Creed too. Honestly, typically though, I'm like an original part. Like when yeah, it comes to movies, I usually yeah. the originals are to me the originals are usually the best. Yeah. There's hardly any movies where it's like, man, the sequel was better. Than Star Wars. I've never watched it, so well, I can't, the difference I can't. is that is because the one yeah. in nineteen ninety something nope. Star Wars, the the Empire Strikes Back is better than. So you're saying Hope. what what number though are you saying? Because I don't know the F- uh, five is better than four. Oh, okay. Also, maybe in Marvel movies. Marvel movies too. The new ones, or not the new ones, the that span before Endgame. Where they were giving us Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Civil War, like all those movies, Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, all those the, movies, the movies were great. Now I'm not... Today is kind of sad, but but yeah, yeah. But they're way better than the original, like Captain 100%. America One. Like Captain America Two is way better than one. Yeah. And three right, is better right, than right. two and one. Yeah. Same thing yeah. with Thor. Thor three is better than two and one combined. Yeah, like, I agree. I was literally gonna say Thor was like uh, when it started, but yeah. he was just such a big actor it kind of was like you made it enjoyable yeah the, the only original one that i can honestly say is better than the sequel to iron man one Cause, iron man one because the other ones even the hulk is like he, he was way better in the avengers than in the original nolan hulk yeah but regardless um movies can also be a source of relaxation it can help us find moments to relax which is kind of part of mood booster and kind of part of like what we were talking about and and connection too because like you said like this is something you did with your family right That's, or like something yeah. you do with your friends it can improve relationships yeah that was another yeah. one um I, I can be the first one to attest to that um a lot of the reason a lot of bonding time for my family and i is when we watch movies mm-hmm. um even a lot of people think it's weird because we're quiet watching a movie mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily the movie; it's the conversation after. Right. right I was gonna say we that, make it yeah. we make it a tradition where we go to a couple AMC's in the area that we have the stubs. Mm-hmm. You pay like twenty bucks a month, and then you can watch three movies a week. So we go to different AMC's in the area, and literally. Wow, you fail. do that? You do the membership? I, I always think about that when they show it on the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I wonder who has like a membership. But you have to do it if only if you're uh, gonna use it. Right. Like, if you're a person that watches a movie once a month, once every three months, then it's not really worth it. My family and I literally live in the movie theater. Every weekend we ask, are there any movies out? 
can we go to movies? Okay, let's go movies. Great. Um, and sometimes my mom and I will watch two or three movies in one weekend. So it, if you use it, it's great. If you don't, it's not really worth it. Um, every everybody in my family kind of is forced to do it because that's our one thing. But yeah. the, the point is that the, what makes it worth it is the our conversation afterwards about the movie like uh, that's that's something that i've always connected with my mom because and the reason why i like to talk so long about movies is because from a young age all i remember is my mom just giving me her perspective on what the movie meant Mm -hmm. for literally an hour her and i my dad even my little brother um now we are family friends who also join us my fiance is that conversation afterwards that makes it worth it what do we learn about this movie what did we did we did not like something? Did we did we like something? Uh, is there something that we would have changed? It that's what makes it worth it, you know. So maybe that could be something you can do with your families, you know, those who are listening. You you could start watching movies with them, not with the intention of like having some silent time together, but with the intention of like having that discussion afterwards. Like mm-hmm. one of my favorite things is now is like my little brother. He had he's. Uh, he struggles with autism mm-hmm. and uh, we all I'm always looking for ways to talk to him to make him feel loved and welcomed connect yeah uh, connect right so after every single movie we watch my first goal is to talk to him and yeah. say uh, Randall what, what's the movie that you liked what would you like about the movie like I'll, I'll never forget and this was I, I, I got emotional when it happened we just got out of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that came out last year mm-hmm. which is a movie he was really pumped about I was pumped about it um we left, and the first thing he says to me um, was, I really love this movie because I love the way it was written. And that was like a blo- mind-blowing moment because I was like, he finally understands what that means. Yeah. You know? He understands the difference between good and bad writing now. And now he understands when a movie means something and when a movie doesn't mean, ugh. You know? Yeah. It's like, um, and he kept telling me he loved the animation. He loved the voice. They're actually teenagers this time. He loved the story. He loved the action scenes. And I'm like, my my eyes are literally tearing up. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. My brother is describing every single aspect he loved about this movie. So that's why, you know, and kind of to start uh, putting a bow in all this, um, that's the reason why I'm so defensive. Not defensive, but why, why I'm such passionate and such a big uh, advocate for movies because at the end of the day it's not the movie itself that makes it worthwhile is the conversation afterwards mm. not only with your family but with community like that's why I leave reviews um, on my Instagram because every once in a while my friends respond like I, I got my good buddy Jerry literally he just recommended two movies to me he said I would love to hear your thoughts on these two movies watch them when you get a chance and he's been one of my best friends for as long as I can remember and uh, we that was how we bonded yeah by our love for movies we, we would talk about movies all the time we even had a little podcast uh, when i used to live in california where we talked about movies and everything that we watched during the week and we didn't like um so with all my friends it's, it's kind of been the one thing that i've used to connect because of those conversations yeah. so, so if you didn't know movies is christian's wellness tool his big, big yeah that's tool. everybody in the office knows uh <laughs> that that's my big thing um so so yeah uh, and then the last one, just to kind of wrap things up, uh, it can inspire social and cultural reflection. Like I said, Killers of the Flower Moon is a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a wonderful opportunity to open the door to a world we didn't know. Right, for sure. Um, I think movies like In the Heights or Coco are another great example of this, right? Getting into that Latino culture. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would also say movies like Sound of Freedom. Right, yeah. Where they can open the door to a world we didn't know existed. Right. But needs to be talked right, about. Right, it brings awareness yeah. to the right. community. I mean, I think movie is the one thing that brings co- co- uh, representation of culture more than mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah. Because yeah. even if you look at, besides like, let's say, besides like actual ethnicity, you see like, let's say people like, let's say boys in the hood. You know, it, that's not necessarily just black people. It's like, let's see people that go through hood struggles or something like that. Mm-hmm. Those are people that a culture, people that watch that movie. Or let's say like Freedom Riders. Freedom with, Riders, uh, exactly. Yeah. Hillary Swink. Yeah, Another great that was example. a great movie too. You mm-hmm. know, and those are people that could be watching, you know, they, they maybe grow up in circumstances and they don't want to live like this anymore. And people mm-hmm. watch this movie, they're trying to be more empowered yeah. to do different things. Or it opens up people to say like, man, I didn't realize there are communities that really are struggling more than others. No, and it could then lead to like them wanting to do something about that. Even you know? po- Apocalypto, when Mel Gibson made Apocalypto, mm. that was to bring light to the whole Mayan community. And yeah. The whole different yeah. civilization. And that, that could drive somebody about. to want to support that community then. Because 100%. even with like Sound of Freedom, like it drove a lot of people to want to donate to this cause, right? To say, hey, I want to donate to um, the human sex trafficking yeah. cause that we see as one of the 70, biggest industries. 70, 80, 90% of the world, really, we don't pay for, buy for, look or look for, watch anything that we have not don't know. Right. Or have heard right. of. So when these things bring light to it, yeah. it, it gives us the opportunity. Systemic racism that continues yeah, to exist in America. It gives people the opportunity to make the decision whether they want to support it or not. Right. Because mm-hmm. before it wasn't that... 90% of the people don't care. It's 90% of people don't know. No, because they're know? just living their life in their bubble and it kind of exactly. opens the door. So that's to why say, it's hey, this really is good on. that movies can do that to bring, yeah. shed yeah. light on certain things so people can get involved, especially and like certain things and certain people too. Like, I, I'll never forget the, the experience that I had watching uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen by Oh my gosh, yeah. Or the experience of watching uh, Selma, the, the Martin Luther King documentary yeah Yeah. Uh, not documentary a a biopic you know all these now we are going to get the bob marley one this year and then think of on the opposite spectrum think of movies like zodiac or something like that where you're watching some some crazy (sighs) movie talk about like how people are going through life and have to deal with or the dahmer series around yeah or the dahmer series how people have to live around and be in a society where there's a killer and how society runs and how people are moving and how they're scared and how they're fearful and it's it's interesting how you see all these things You know, yeah. Uh, all in all, <laughs> I, I think it may work for you. It may not. Um, I'm just talking about my experience. I've used it as a wellness tool, and it's mm-hmm. a great strategy for me when I'm feeling down. Um, it just helps, and um, I, I, like we said, it's important to, as a parent, to make sure that we're being responsible in what we're feeding <clears throat> to our children and to the kids of America and to the kids in the world. Because sometimes it's okay to say, you're just not ready for that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but moreover, if that is a lesson that you want to teach your child, as long as you're there with them and there's education and there's yeah. comfort and there's love in that, I don't see why not. Um, it all comes down to maturity because at the end of the day, I think everybody matures <coughs> at a different level. For sure. You know, some people are going to mature when they're 45. Some people are going to mature true. when they're 12. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, so uh, gotta, that's what it is. It all come down to to me. You yeah. Know? So I guess in order to end this episode, mm-hmm. I think the best way to do it is to finally say, "What's your favorite movie oh, of all gosh. time?" I don't know. I, I don't, don't have one. Either. Pick one. The first one comes to mind. Okay, I'm gonna pick one that first comes to mind. Gladiator. Boom. It's a great movie. I'm gonna say Jurassic Park, even though a lot of my friends are like, "Isn't it Home Alone?" Kind of is, but it's Jurassic Park, the first one. 
five. What's a movie I can watch over, over and over? And that's over another great way to do it. That's what I was thinking. And, over, and I can watch Gladiator. Jurassic time. Park. I've seen it twice in one sitting many times, <laughs> especially growing up. I don't know, dude. I honestly don't know. Because I can't watch Independence Day over and over. It's not that type of movie. I could. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I can't whip whiplash either. They're just such good movies. I can't just mm-hmm. like go watch them all over again. Independence Day, I actually could watch it again, but like I don't know. I don't you know. You have to pick one, man. I'm I don't know. You're making this episode longer than it is. It's, You're gonna have to pick one. I have too many. All the, all just the, say one. Just all, the first all the one. Fans that comes are watching. It's not gonna be honest. It's not gonna be my true fate. I don't wanna all right, I'll give you guys a bunch. I'll give you like three. So Independence Day is definitely up there. It has to be. Okay. It's, it's always been one of my favorite movies. Um, Whiplash is definitely up there. I've, it's the, the last movie I've seen that I could say as the best movie I've seen in, of recent time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just put those two. Okay, sure. Yeah. I'll Great. I'm going to watch Whiplash. You, okay. you should. Watch it's, it. it's, it's fun. It's amazing. It's a, it's you know what's a really good movie too? I forgot what it's called. Um, the one with uh, the, th- the Thor guy. The driving Chris movie. Chris Hemsworth? Oh, with the oh. other guy, I forgot. Yeah, Such they're, they're racers. Oh my god, that movie's so. Why great. can't I think of watch that movie? movie too? If you like race movies okay, or like yeah. car movies, oh yeah, it's about like F one racing. Why can't I think of the name? And it's so good. Yeah, it's with, uh, I remember when it came out. Chris Hemsworth. Okay, I'm gonna look it it's up. It's amazing, and it's based off a racing. real story. Okay, Cooper would love that too. So based we'll, off watch, we'll watch it together. All right, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I just can't think of the name. You've either. seen it, right? I seen it. Such yeah. a good movie. It's a racing movie. Like, yeah, like, and Ford versus Ferrari is another good one. That's too. A, that's a good one. But uh, they just start. They hate each other or something like they that. They hate yeah, each yeah. other. Yeah, they're rivals. No. And there was also the one with the guy with the video game, and he ended up. Gran Turismo. Yeah. Yes, that was okay. Great. Oh, that was last year. The reason I'm bringing these movies up is because they told me to watch Gran Turismo, and I watched. It's okay. Those movies are so good. Watch Ford vs. Okay, Ferrari. Okay, okay. I remember okay. Ford, Ford vs. Ferrari and the other one. They're that both like so top IMD movies. They're they're the the top rated okay, racing movies Ferrari. ever made. I'll have to, you have to tell Chris me Hemsworth. Yeah. All right. We'll but anyways, thank, thank you guys. Is, thank you guys for Bye, watching. Guys. Uh, we appreciate all the love and all the support. Um, please leave us in the comments. What are your favorite movies? We would love to read those Definitely. and respond to those. Um, maybe what's your favorite genre if you can't think of a movie? Um, and additionally, please make sure to like, subscribe, and to leave a uh, to ring the notification bell. That way, you get notified every single time we post. Which sometimes it can be random. Sometimes yeah. we post an episode. Sometimes we post a trailer. It's sometimes we put a clip. <laughs> Sorry. So, so please uh, ring that bell so you're notified every single time. And if you're listening to us on the audio, uh, please give us that five star rating. It would really help boost the podcast, and we can reach more people. At the end of the day, we're trying to show wellness to different people in different areas in their life. And the only way we can do that is by your support. So please share this podcast with you, with your friends, with your coworkers, with your family, with whomever, so that they can get a little dose of wellness. You know, we can join you guys on your wellness journey. Yep. Awesome. So yeah, thanks awesome. for watching. Happy movies. Thank you guys. See you Happy next week. Happy movies.